You're listening to the Arcane Focus Network. Previously on Star Raiders. You jump forward and you grab this guy. You fucking asshole, you fucking talking about like this. I'm going to launch out whilst drawing 23 to hit. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. And he's going to swing it tiny. That's a natural 20. Ow! I cast overheat. And because of the grease, they burst into flames. The docking bay doors open and you see Brandon run around the corner and there's some like big fucking dudes behind him. Yes! Yeah! Good! No, don't move! Don't fucking move! And you notice they're reporting back to this one human female. Captain, I'd like to sincerely apologize for what's happened here today. What is important is that you took care of the Vistrani interests, Captain. And when you look after the family's interests, they look after you. After a short battle at the docks, the crew have now been escorted to the Vistrani Gaming Complex by the dock security and the head of that security, Mona. It takes a little while to get into the loading bay proper, as there's, you know, a few security checkpoints that you need to pass through. They check your ID, check the cargo, all that sort of thing. Eventually you make it through and you're directed to pull into a certain bay where you can then begin unloading. As you do that, you see the two escorts pull off to one side of the loading bay and you see a few of the guys and Mona step out. She gives you a bit of a wave and then she heads into a door off to the side. And as you see that, a worker comes up to you. All right, you can just unload it all here, please. And he gestures to an area about 30 feet from the vehicle. Once it's all out, we'll, uh, we'll take it from there. All right. Gives you a nod and then he walks off again to inspect some other cargo. So you guys, I imagine, start unloading everything. You know, it's going to take you a little while, maybe 10 minutes or more to do so. Tidy, you you're a fucking weapon in that fight, man. I cannot believe just how proficient you've become. Thanks. That means a lot. You're really great too. Everyone was great. We all did a great thing together. Does anybody have any latent emotions that they want to talk about as a result of the fight? <laughs> oh. We we defended ourselves and do, and we did our job. We did a great job. And let me let me just say, Tiny, I'm, I'm really Tiny's enjoying... just starting to move the stuff, just getting things done. <laughs> you heard one of these combos before and was just like like just starts going. I'm I'm really enjoying the uh, panache and showmanship. You're bringing to to your uh, performance of late. It's a real show to watch. Can't really talk right now, Captain. Kind of working. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, good, boxes. good job, good job, good Captain. He like joins in moving boxes. Yeah, I leap in and start start helping the boxes as well. Yeah, Burzen, as you're lifting these crates back and forth, Brandon catches up to you. He's carrying one himself, and he says to you. Cap, I, I was happy to help out, going and get help and stuff, but, you know, I, I can fight too. I'm sure you can, kid, but you did a great job following my order to the letter. You went and found the, the cops or the security or whoever it was, and now you, we, you got us out of a jam, kid. Got us out of a real jam. If I remember correctly, on his turn, what Brandon did was run to the side, run to the side, and hide. Right? To take cover. Oh, to, to get to get some cover. <laughs> what an <laughs> idiot. 
<laughs> yeah, to get cover. That was it. <laughs> no fighting. He was like, ah, and then and then on Burson's turn, he was like, go get help. What are you doing? <laughs> but no, he was no. Uh, Burson pretty much immediately told him to mm-hmm. to go and get help, yeah. which is what he did. Yeah, Ben. And you know, you guys are you know carrying crates back and forth. He continues on. You know, don't don't forget, Cap, that I look really young now, but I've had a few more years under my belt than than what I look like, and well, it's pretty dangerous out there in the vast. You know, it was pretty rough growing up where we did. There was a lot of hostile wildlife and things like that. So uh-huh. even though maybe I don't have as much experience as you guys with people actually shooting at me, I know how to take care of myself. Sure, kid. Sure. You you know how to fire a gun or swing a sword or an axe or something. Yeah. All of that. No, maybe next time you can show us what you got. And, you know, in this line of work, it's, as you've seen from very recent experience, how uh, how dangerous space can be. You get a chance to show us what you can do, kid. Don't don't worry. Captain, is that is that young Brandon uh, offering to help us in a fight? Sure is, Sawbones. The crack shot. Have you got some experience with, with weapons and such? Well... Yeah, growing up where where I did, you know, it was it was pretty pretty rough. There was a lot of different wildlife and creatures and all sorts. You got you guys wouldn't have seen much because they stay away from the colony now. But yeah, we've, we've had to do plenty. Well, I mean, you know, we could use an extra gun in a, in the fight. As you can see, none of us are particularly um, well, aside from Tiny. But you know, none of us are particularly you know strong in a fight. We're all sort of we're all just sort of on our back foot a little bit. So. The next pair of hands would be fantastic. Maybe, maybe after we deliver this uh, cargo, we could, we could go and, I don't know, do some shopping and see if we can find you a nice gun. What do you say? Or an, or an axe, or a whatever your whatever your preference is. His eyes light up. Yeah. You're more of a more of a ranged guy or a melee guy. What do you what do you think? And as you say that, you look down at his spaghetti <laughs> spaghetti thin arms and legs, <laughs> and you you kind of feel like that answers itself. <laughs> And as Burson and Sawburns pick up some more crates and move off, uh, Brendan kind of catches your eye, Astro. And you can see that he quickly looks down, maybe a little ashamed about talking about getting into fights. But then he speaks up. You know, I've been thinking a lot about our chats about Desna and how lucky we've been so far. And maybe, you know, maybe she is watching over us. Oh, Brandon. You did a good job back there. Also, I've been thinking, you know, we've been so lucky lately, and well, I didn't want that luck to change, you know? Absolutely. I tell you, everything happens for a reason, and I, I think you went running just the right way. I think I think we're going to get you a place in the in the gunner's seat, and, and you'll do well. You're in the right track. Yeah, okay. Well, Sorbonne said we could maybe do some shopping, too. Um... Do you think they have pendants here, kind of like yours? I, I was thinking maybe I'd like to get one. Oh, uh, she spreads around the uh, the universe. I'm sure you'll find something. Hey, take this. And she, like, takes off her little um, pendant and gives it over. It's okay. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? Woo! She's so, like, ooh. Wow. Yeah, hands over. <laughs> well, come on. She's indoctrinating someone. She's a bit excited about this. So she's going to pass over a little, like, charm and this will keep you safe. And he's taken aback by it for a moment before he says, No, no, th- this one's yours. I-, I couldn't possibly take it. No, this one's keep me- kept me safe. 
You take this one. I'll find mine. It'll come to me. Oh. They always do. Oh. All right. Thank- thanks, Astra. And he you know, quickly puts it on, and he's just pick- picking it up as it's hanging around his neck, and he's staring at it, kind of running his fingers over it. Make a perception check. Okay, I got a nine. Okay. <laughs> Me perceiving anything? No, no, you don't. <laughs> uh, maybe the moment just lasted for a second before he turned away and started loading up crates again, and maybe you do the same. As you guys finish unloading the crates, you see there's a team of about a dozen humans approaching, four of whom are armed and armored. The other eight are wheeling along these large chests that look like they're made of very tough steel. They're quite secure looking. One of the armed guards speaks up as they get to you and he says, Thank you. We'll take it from here. And then they proceed to start loading all of these wooden crates into these secure chests one by one as these armed guards are keeping an eye out on everything. And then as this is happening, you spy a man walking towards you. He has shoulder-length, dirty blonde hair. Well, well, I guess it would be shoulder-length, but it's, it's tied into a short ponytail. And as he nears you, you can see that he has some pretty severe scarring on his face that he's trying to conceal with stubble. And he has piercing blue eyes. He would actually be quite intimidating in any other circumstance, but he's wearing this really nice tailored grey suit with no tie and he sports a very warm and genuine smile and his eyes soften as he comes closer think to yourselves of Sawyer from Lost Josh Holloway get a look it up yeah do so he's a beautiful man must have a really high charisma score and his smile is so amazing you think oh wow (laughs) he does have a high charisma (laughs) such dreamy he walks up to you Good afternoon. My name's Emerson Kane. To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking? Well, we're, we're the crew of the pig. Uh, we're, we're here to drop off your cargo. And quite an adventure we had on the way here, let me tell you that. He smiles. So I heard. And your name, friend? Oh, my, my name's Sawbones. Sawbones, nice to meet you. Puts a hand out to shake it. Shake his hand. This is, uh, this is the rest of the crew. We've got Tiny, Astra, and, uh, and our captain, Captain Burzen. Hello, friend. Nice to meet you. And he breaches out and shakes all of your hands as you introduce them. And who's this fine young man here? It's Brandon. The real hero of the story. Yeah, really did a great job. I mean, you know, he, the rest of us were holding our own, as you probably heard back there. And he's the one who went and, uh, and got some of your boys and, and saved the cargo. Quick think and save the day then. And he kind of ruffles his hair a little bit. <laughs> as I'm sure you figured out. I represent the Vestrani family. And I wanted to personally come down here today to both apologize for what happened and to thank you for protecting our cargo with your lives. Luckily, no one was hurt nor severely injured, and the cargo's intact. If we didn't lose life, limb, or money, well, then it's a good day, I say. I'm gonna just sort of like elbow sore bones and be like, no one got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Two dead bodies, like, burning <laughs> to a crisp back there. I know one, no one that matters. <laughs> they were real people, too. Uh, now, one other thing. We got a readout of your ship from the docks. Standard procedure. But, to be honest, 
it looked like you might have seen some action recently. Is everything okay on the way here? If any of our shipping lanes are being harassed, I'd like to know about it. Look, I mean, we had a fairly eventful trip, as we said. It's nothing that we we can't uh, handle, you know. We take it in our stride. But yes, there was. Uh, this wasn't the only time where your cargo was in some peril. What am I? That was Russian. Sorry. Where your cargo was in some peril. Your cargo was in some peril. We took care of business. Uh, yeah, w- <laughs> we kill many goblins, space gobbles. Goblins. That's what they do. Job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you please be Russian next time, Ben? Crapola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Goblins. That's where we were. Y'all were, y'all were attacked by goblins. Yeah. Pirates. Yeah. Pirate space goblins. Pirates we, in the sky. That we were. Uh, on our way here, going to the drift beacon, got a. I can't remember his name. Does anyone remember this the, that goblin's name? Yes. Captain something. I don't know. He was an asshole. So they shot at us. They tried to ram us a few times. We uh we killed him. We got out of there. Captain Reeg. Is he still alive? No. Thank you, Astra. Uh, Captain Reeg is no longer among the living. Well then, it doesn't sound like it's going to be a problem again in the future. Oh no. We. There's no loose end there that could potentially come and bite us in the ass. Fantastic. Now, as a part of our thank you, I'm not sure what jobs y'all have coming up, but the family is willing to offer you a few nights stay here on the house in some of our suites. Well, that sounds excellent. We would love to have you as our guests. You can take advantage of the spa facilities, the buffet, and of course, feel free to try your luck in the casino. Maybe you can double those hard-earned wages. Oh, I. I slide up. Maybe we could uh, get a few free chips to uh, to play with. You know what I mean? And he kind of gives a bit of a smirk and nods his head. Maybe you can. I'll I'll speak to the boss and see if I can arrange something a little bit extra for you. After all, you took care of us. We'd like to take care of you. This is a kind of arrangement I can really get behind. He looks at he looks at the crew. He's like, eh? Yeah. eh? Rubbing our hands together. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, sir. I mean, as far as the ship, yeah, it, it is a little beat up. Is there uh, anything you think you got get your guys to do to you know get a ship shape, good to go? Well, that I can authorize. Absolutely, we'll have our people take care of that, and your ship will be. As good as it was before the attack. Uh, maybe a little better? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Burson, you're a, a true true salesman. Always trying to always trying to get something it's else. What I do. I like that. I can see myself doing a, a job like yours. You're very um, very charismatic kind of guy. And he like he winks at him. <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing about you, sir. And he reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out uh, five cards. They're kind of like glowing purple with these like circuitry symbols in them. Each of them have numbers on them. Here are your room cards. We have separate ones for each of you. They're all next to each other on the 134th floor. If you have brought anything else with you, feel free to grab it. We'll have... So there's some extra clothes and things like that in there that you guys can wear, or you feel free to continue wearing what you are wearing now. We will 
take the shuttle back to where it needs to go, and you guys can enjoy yourselves here for a few days. Well, th- thank you kindly for your hospitality. Uh, this is really generous. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, I'm not sure what whether or not he noticed or not as he reached into his pocket. Tiny reached for his um his wrench. Didn't know what to expect. And then when it took out like the cards, he was like, explain what it was. He like released his grip and he wasn't trying to hide it either, but he wasn't like, you know, overtly like to threaten. It was just more just like, well, time to kill again. <laughs> like a flashback about <laughs> what just happened. Just wide-eyed just like, staring right. at him. <laughs> yeah. And you can see that as you do that, his eyes kind of dart down to your hand, reaching for your wrench. And he doesn't seem to have a negative reaction to it. Like, if anything, he flashes you a, a warm, if not disarming, smile. And, you know, almost like, hey, no trouble here sort of thing as he pulls these cards out of his pocket. Tiny, I, I cannot help but notice you seem a little on edge, my friends. Did you, uh, you notice me doing that? You did, you did say it was very overt. Fair enough. What are you talking about? We're having a great time. We're all good. Let's go! I, Casino time! Well, I... I, I, grab the, I grab the thing and I say, which way? Okay, <laughs> okay. Emmett, before we leave... Emerson. Sorry, Emerson, before we leave, I think you should know, and he, like, pulls Brandon over to him. Young Brandon here, it's his birthday. T- is it today, Brandon? Was it today or is it... No, it was, uh, it was a couple of days ago. Anyway, it was his birthday a couple of days ago. And I promised him a good time here on the sun. So thank you so much for your hospitality. And, uh, you know, anything you can do to help take care of my pal here would be even more greatly appreciated. He's had a hot... Hey, and he, like, gets, gets in close with him. He's like, he's, he's had a real hot time. He lost his wife-to-be recently. I don't know if, what you know about uh, whatever those things were that we found in the drift. Are you talking about the time, the time eaters? I don't know if you've ever come across a time eater he lost a few years of his life a few years of his life or gained gained a few i don't know some crazy gas thing time eater he's supposed to be eight he's supposed to be 18 he looks like he's 12 i was gonna say he sure shit don't look 18 but you say this thing took a few years off him yeah well i don't want to make a lot of the situation but maybe you can tell me where i can shave a few years back off my life as well <laughs> oh, oh, oh and he just he looks at Brandon Brandon's just like crestfallen no he doesn't say that loud enough for Brandon to hear it yeah okay we do that movie thing where we're like two feet away from him <laughs> yeah and then he speaks a bit louder well happy birthday little man we'll make sure you have a really great time while you're here now please if you will uh, and he clicks his fingers waves someone over if you please follow my uh, associate here, Mr. Parents, and he will take you out and get you where you need to go. Just before you go, Emerson, any chance there's uh, somewhere we can buy some weaponry around here? It's just that we're trying to kid up this Brandon boy. You know, for his birthday and all. <laughs> well, sounds like quite a birthday. <laughs> if you head, out, if you go outside the lobby and you head to the shopping district... Absolutely. You'll find everything you need right there. Because after all, people need to spend the hard-earned credits that they've won here. Indeed and what better do. place than right here? <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's, just a, it's like a fully enclosed resort-type situation. <laughs> yeah, man. They got everything. 
They got it all worked out. It's almost like there's some kind of crime family. <laughs> all right. And this guy takes you out through... It's, it's kind of like uh, Goodfellas when he takes the back entrance and he walks through the kitchen and everything like that. This guy walks you through and... I steal a chip off a plate in the kitchen. <laughs> yep. Hey, hey, hey! And you're gone. And eventually you make your way out a set of double doors and you find yourself in the lobby of the casino hotel. The best way to describe it would be cathedral-like. It has huge arched ceilings and on them there's all sorts of holographic displays. There's beautiful pillars that come all the way down. They're lit up, softly changing colors. There's very wealthy looking people walking all around. Concierge is taking care of them. People carrying bags all over. And this guy uh, takes you to the elevators and you step inside. He says, okay, now you just need to scan your cards and it'll take you up to 134. And you guys will be to the right of the elevator. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, friend. Hey, j- just just before you go, um, can you tell me? Does um, is this a is this something that the Vastrani family commonly does? Like, you know, is it does it does it commonly um, you know, let its couriers and delivery men stay in the in the in the casino as a as a reward or as payment? I'm sorry, I'm I'm not sure the the kind of arrangement that business arrangement that you guys have with uh, Mr. Kane or the Vastrani family. So I'm sorry, I can't comment on that. Okay, okay, no worries. Have a pleasant stay. If you need anything, feel free to call the concierge down the front. Well, thank you. Tom, can I um, just... I just want to recall um, knowledge and see if, if, I'm, if I've come across anything that's a scam like this. Like, is this a common underworld thing where they'll, you know... <laughs> try to get me to stay at a casino and you know they're gonna they're actually gonna ransack our ship or something like that like i'm just trying to my, sure. my kind of so antenna are up a little bit <laughs> as to why these dudes are being so nice to us i'm hoping to use my theme knowledge here as a as a um fuck am i street rat <laughs> street rat yeah sorry thank you thanks ben, um, for remembering my race <laughs> yeah it's just i just know aladdin so my theme, yeah. yeah i would say i would say culture but you could use your theme knowledge yes no, that's all right it's i've got a minus five dc to culture um to recall knowledge mm-hmm. about local laws criminal underworld rumors etc yeah all right that's gonna be a 17 i mean sure there are places that do run hustles like this but looking around here if they were pulling things like that a guy just walked past with a suitcase that is worth more than your ship. <laughs> They've probably got bigger targets that they yep. would be going for. Fair. They're not trying to rip off a few of local delivery fry, men. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Kane didn't say explicitly what was in the crates. You feel like he might have known that you knew. They're quite grateful that you guys went over and above, essentially. Because you could have just surrendered the cargo and been like, yeah, we're not going to fucking fight pirates for this shit. Mm. Like, why would we do that? Just take it. And maybe a lot of a lot of couriers would, but you guys didn't. Yeah, but do you know why Burzen wouldn't let that happen? Because it comes out of his bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not covering for someone else's gear that gets stolen. I just don't get why those people wanted to steal all those mummies and sarcophagi. <laughs> hey, people do crazy things for old stuff, Tiny. You ever seen, like, the Space Antique Roadshow? <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me about it. Well, there's these, like, people that they go around searching for old Galarian artifacts 
and they go from place to place and the people in the towns or the places they visit come along and show them the things that they think are old Galarian artifacts but more often than not the knots they're just it's just old junk but every once in a while time every once in a while something shows up and it's worth millions of credits that's cool you it's got amazing you, you imagine that's the best moment when they when they find out it's worth a lot and they thought it was junk that's a fun moment oh yeah it's great until you know two or three weeks later they show up in the news having been robbed of their you know family heirloom or ancient artifact type deal or the government shows up and steals the things from old Galarian so yeah gotta lock that shit down well I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this in the tub while I'm while I'm soaking you know nice fancy uh nice fancy bathroom that I'm hoping these sweets have yeah I'm, I'm gonna hit up the spa bing the doors open 134th floor oh and we go right he said right guys he said right well let's go right he sees the thing that says one third like what what room numbers have we got i need i need to know uh, i need to know five Tom, consecutive for rooms the, in <laughs> number version into the story <laughs> okay uh you have 134 16 through 21 very good Ooh. are they adjoining rooms God, now, I, now I gotta write that down. Are they joining? Does there like could we connect them all up and just have a mad party if we really wanted to? Sure, if you really wanted to. They've got that maybe like the concealed double door behind the bookcase <laughs> mm-hmm. where that you know housekeeping used to for quick access between the rooms when they're cleaning. But you guys scan the card and the doors open. Welcome. Walk inside and the lights it tastefully dim on like yeah and a very serene soundscape begins playing in the background and anybody who has been to castravel is reminded of some of the nature reserves that are there we've all been to castravel this whole casino is heavily influenced by castravel uh, castravel lushunta uh, and of course the elves Inside these rooms, there's each one of them has like a water feature. There's a, a vid screen there, a king size bed. There's a tub off to the side, and there's some natural plant life here as well. Which you know, you guys have just been in the drift for ages. Before that, you're on Akiton. It's probably been you know a good month since you've seen some real actual plant life. Oh, we were in the um. When we went to Akaton, there was that like the biodome, of course. Yeah, that's that's true. So <laughs> it's been five days since you've seen <laughs> plants. What do we actually know about the Vestrani family or the corporation? I want to use my theme knowledge. I'm a corporate guy. <laughs> I know I got I know stuff about corporate stuff about corporate things. Uh, theme knowledge, profession, corporate professional. Uh, sure. Make a make anybody can make a culture check. I'm gonna get a minus five to mine as well. I reckon. 16 12 I got 14 20 <laughs> So maybe you guys are you know checking out the rooms and you're like oh what's yours like what's yours like and you know maybe you're chilling out a little bit maybe grabbing a drink or so and you're kind of chatting about this a little bit What I can tell you is the Vistrani Gaming Complex is one of the biggest if not the biggest casino slash resorts in all of the packed worlds as you can see by your rooms it's got a very 
over-the-top Castrovel, Castrovelian theme and elite clientele and very high-stakes gamblers come here to play. Not just to gamble, but also to flaunt their wealth. The Vestrani family themselves are a, a family of blood-related humans and it's said that they either they rule a large criminal organization. It's one of those everyone knows but no one says it sort of thing. From what you've heard, uh, and Tiny, you would know this uh, with the 20, they are usually pretty no-nonsense in this place. They don't tolerate people fucking around here and messing up or committing crimes or being you know, rambunctious or anything like that. They're very low tolerance for that sort of thing here. So they do keep a pretty tight grip on all of this, uh, not only to keep things peaceful, but also to keep the authorities away. Low risk. And that's all I got to say about that. Mm. So is it the kind of thing where, like, uh, Leo Vestrani has got a mad boner for Lashunta's and, like, wishes he was, like, does everything he can to, like, have that sort of stuff around him? Lashunta culture around him? Perhaps. That's my headcanon. Okay. Loves it. Leo Vestrani. You guys have had a pretty rough week. What would you like to do just over the next, you know hour or so before you head down for the buffet dinner well i'm um i'm still not a hundred percent convinced that anyone would willingly be this nice to us without having some ulterior motive like i just can't <laughs> there's, there's a you know there's a part of my like brain from uh that's been there forever which is which is suspicious so um i'm going to set up uh, a little bit just you know just n- nothing too fancy but just a trap that i i've used anytime i stay somewhere uh new that i, d- I don't know i'm gonna set up a, a pistol aimed at the door and, and if anyone <laughs> opens it without me disengaging the trap um it's gonna go off in their face and it's only once i've set that up that i can go and um run a long hot bath um put in all of this fancy you know i'm like checking all the little bottles and the little fancy like perfumed bath bath bubbles and stuff that they've got um and and sort of mix myself a nice little bath and uh, and kind of soak into it and hopefully just let the you know the hot water um rejuvenate replenish um and and i'll have a bit of a rest in the bath yeah <laughs> cool i'll go next so burzen walks in first thing he does because he's hungry as he goes over to the to the, the space phone and orders like a Castrovellian steak, medium rare with garlic butter, Castrovellian fries with some uh, with a side nice side salad, and uh, and their finest their finest like uh, Acatonian whiskey. Um, also gets them to um, to send up some uh, some Versys cigars because he hasn't had those for a while. And then he also draws himself a nice bubble bath. And uh, when it all gets there, he's like he's in this massive bubble bath, watching TV, smoking a cigar, and eating uh eating his steak off a hover tray he looks like the um he looks like the landlord from um coming to america <laughs> and they walk in and he's in the bath <laughs> <laughs> and he makes sure it's all comped um he says that uh emerson kane said it would all be comped the android that brought it up to you she says of course sir it's being charged to the room account which is being settled by mr kane thank you very much is there anything else no but he like he flicks her a um a ten credit cred stick. Buy yourself something nice. Thank you, sir. I will. And he uh he spends a resolve point to uh 
uh, regain his stamina <laughs> as he as he settles into the bar. Oh. Like, oh. The the health bar appears above. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Tiny, what are you doing? Uh, when the doors open, Tiny steps in. He's never been in a room like this before. It's very lavish, and he takes a look at the view and looks around and thinks about the past few days, and then reaches for his wrench, which was a gift from his older brother, Sprig, and kind of takes a deep breath, makes sure that he can't really hear anyone out in the hallway, and takes kind of one last look at that view, and then leaves the room, and then tries to go and find Emerson Kane. I'm assuming back the way he came. All right. So you head off towards the elevator. Mari. Okay, so Astra is going to walk in and close the door behind her and head to the phone and order the biggest uh, and most expensive scotch that she can in a bottle with a pretty fine glass. Uh, and while she's waiting for that, she's going to go into the towards where the garden view was um, and just say a little bit of a prayer and then come back and um, set out all of her guns and her drone and start evaluating how she can service them and actually increase the firepower of Bantam because there's been a lot of fighting going on and it's getting more and more intense the amount of fighting that's going on um, and it doesn't seem like something that we can back down from so she's taking this hour to actually fortify things and, and make it so that maybe Bantam's a bit more like a combat drone rather than a stealth drone it seems that firepower needs to be increased somewhere and um, yeah she's definitely feeling the, the need to improve her skills mm. in a bathrobe <laughs> fluffy bathroom. Tiny, you head into the elevator. Wait, what's Brandon doing? <laughs> he just orders. It's like in Home Alone, where he yeah, orders in everything. like heaps yeah. of room service and all that sort of thing. Yeah, orders everything. Yeah, Tiny, you head to the elevators, head down, start walking out through the uh, start walking out through the, the fucking Foyer? You start walking lobby. through the foyer. Let's all foyer. go to the lobby. The foyer. <laughs> foyer. Uh, where are you headed? Just back the way you came. Back the way I came. I assume I can find him if I mm. talk to people on that way. Sure. You head back to the double doors that you went through and you go up to it, but they're locked. And there's a sign above that does say staff only. And as you're there trying to get through, you hear a voice behind you. Can I help you, sir? I turn around. There's a like a young human male standing there. He looks like he, you know, kind of works in the lobby. Maybe he's a concierge or something. Hi. Uh, sorry to bother you. I was hoping to speak with uh, Mr. Kane. Uh, he, he, uh, we just left. I, I wanted to chat with him briefly. Uh, I'm part of the crew that uh, just came in on the pig. Right. I will let him know that you're looking if, if for it, him. If he doesn't want to talk, no problem. I can also go back. No, No big deal. May I inquire as to what it would be about? I just have a question for him of a personal nature. Of course. Uh, right this way, please. Thank you. And he takes you over to the, What's the, your name? the concierge desks. <laughs> my name is... Uh, <laughs> my name's Ismail. Ismail? Mm-hmm. 
Nice to meet you. My name is Tiny Bishop. Hello, Mr. Bishop. Uh, please take a seat, and I will, uh, I will call him. Sure. And take a seat. And you wait a couple of minutes, and then you see this guy come back up to you, and he's uh, holding a communicator, essentially like a phone, like mm-hmm. we would use. And uh, he says, I have Mr. Kane here, uh, if you oh. wish to speak to him. Sure. Uh, yeah, I expected it. Uh, okay, no problem. Yeah, thank you. And he hands it over to you. Uh, I take the phone. Hello, uh, Mr. Kane. Uh, this is Tiny Bishop. Uh, we met briefly a few minutes ago. Of course, of course, Mr. Bishop. Uh, is everything okay? Everything's to your liking? Uh, what is it that I can, you can do for you? If, is there a video component to this, or is it just a voice? No, it's just an audio. Okay, okay. Go, go, go. Um, I, I wanted to thank you for the room, but uh, I, I was wondering... Um, I'm more of a... I'm a very... I come from a very working class background, uh, and I've always been told that you have to, you have to earn uh, what you get. And I wanted to ask uh, if you would consider giving me a uh, one of your cheaper rooms in exchange for debiting the remaining amount uh, to an account of. That, that I'd like to... I, I, I'm sending money back to my family. If, if not, I realize it's a gift and I don't want to cause too much trouble. I just... I, it feels weird to be in that kind of a suite. That's not really a, a something I feel like I've earned. <laughs> uh. Mr. Bishop, I appreciate what you're saying. I myself worked my way up to where I am now. Let me tell you, though, that you absolutely earned and deserve what you are receiving here at the Vestrana Cayman Complex. The way that you took care of our cargo as if it were your own property speaks volumes. Now, I apologize. I am unable to fulfill that particular request. Okay, no, no problem. But as your captain asked earlier, and I inquired after it, I have credited each of you uh, 500 credits to spend oh. in our casino. Ah, okay. Perhaps you could try your luck and win a bit more money for your family. Ah, th- thank you. That's very generous of you. All right. Thank you. Well, Mr. Bishop, if there's any other, anything else I can help you with, you just let me know. Of course. Thank, thank you so much. All right. Yang's up. I, I go, I thank Is- I- Ishmael, if they're still there, uh, for helping me out. Uh, and then I, I head back to my room and I go to the closet and I make a little bed to relax in. Oh, <laughs> what? Tiny. It's, uh, makes himself a little a little nook. He was raised by rats. Little nook to <laughs> sleep in. Yeah. I don't I don't touch any of the nice stuff in the room. Alright. And are you guys planning on doing anything tonight or are you gonna just rest tonight and do something the next day? What time is it? Uh, so it's it's kind of like afternoon. Oh, jeez, we've got the whole night ahead of us. And yeah, okay. Did, we didn't have any other jobs on. Only the sex toys. Yeah, the sex toys that are, are ours to sell Yeah. on our own. Yeah. yeah. You haven't booked a job with Edgecorp, and the the ones that you did for the Calderon family was off the books. Yeah. So I guess what I would like to do is send a communication to our contact at Edgecorp just to let them know that 
I'd like to see a list of jobs that we can pick up in about, in what, two days? What do, what do we say, crew? Two days, three days time? I think he said yeah. he'd put us up for two days, yeah? Oh, uh, two nights. Three, yeah, yeah, so you've so got two nights, three days yeah. here. Yeah, three, so let's make it three, three days. days. Make the most of uh, it. So, yeah, I'm uh, a crew. The crew's been mm-hmm. through a hard time recently, and we've, um, we're taking some, uh, some R&R on the sun. And um, I'll, I'd like to see a list of jobs that we can pick up um, in a couple of days' time. Great. So you send that off to Leia? Leia, yes. Your contact? Edgecorp Edge contact. Great. All right. how, does, um, how do we get paid for the job we just did? Hmm. So yeah. later that night, uh, all of you, uh, well, actually, Burzen, uh, later that night, you get a notification on your personal computer that your account has been credited with 5,000 credits. Uh-huh. Yeah, boy. There's a, it's, it's from the Caldern Mining Corporation, and it just says for transportation of uh, min- r- raw minerals. So um, everyone gets 1,100, and we give uh, Brandon 500? What do you reckon? <gasps> oh, you're such a bitch. That's fair. What seems, do you do? No, that's okay, no, that's fair. fine. He he's not. A, he's help. not actually an employee yeah, of right. Edgecorp. All right, fair. This isn't an Edgecorp job. He's true. Not, that's yeah. true. We don't okay, have to yeah. give him one. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? No, I just said this is this is off the books. I thought that. Anyway. Fucking hell, Captain! These off the books jobs really pay. When was the last time we got five thousand in one go for one job from fucking Edgecorp? Ne- never. No. Ne- why do you think I'm always asking people to, you know, for <laughs> other jobs or things we could do for them? Aye, aye. Well, we're in the belly of the beast. We should we should spend our two days here asking around, seeing if we if anyone else wants us to do any off the books jobs. <laughs> books. Books. <laughs> books. Um, off the books. <laughs> off the books, yeah, I, well, laddie. I mean, it seems it seems that we've got a great contact in uh, Emerson Kane. Aye. For any potential off the books jobs we might be able to take, and we've the best thing is Sawbones. We've already proven ourselves to him, so you know, he, he trusts us. Yeah. I mean, I'm just about ready to fucking pack it in at Edgecorp and become a full-blown pirate at this point. I mean, 5,000 bucks no, a job. But that's, that's a bit incredible. different being pirate, sawbones. You've got to, you know, all the pillaging okay, type look, thing. You might have to, you might you have to get into it. It's not you. Well, I mean, that's not me. That's not me, game. No. But I'll be in, I'll be through medical school in about a year at this rate. If we keep doing jobs like this, I'll be able to fund my entire surgical degree. Sure. You know, if that's what you want to do, but I don't, you know, they're not always this lucrative. Sometimes it's a lot more danger involved too. So, you know. Hi. Uh, look, the risk of death is certainly a lot higher. I don't know how many times I've been uh, shot at and 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 almost died um, on the edge cop uh, on the edge cop jobs. That's <laughs> fair. But you know, we're proving ourselves to be quite handy at it. Yeah. I say. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you know, of loot and booty and being a pirate, do you, do you think we could uh, find somebody to sell off the uh, the spoils of war that we uh, took from Captain Reek? The, the spoils of war we took off Captain Reek? Sorry, are you talking about the sex toys or are you talking about something no, else? No, there was this, the sex toys we got off Akaton. The, uh, you know, the stuff we took from the Space Goblin ship. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd forgotten all about that, actually. Good point. I mean, on the sex toys, though, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if we could find one of these rich fuckers going around in the in the casino and just sell them a whole bunch of really kinky sex toys? Well, 
I'm not sure that they'll uh, pay the same premium that that repressed uh, planet would, if you know what I mean. Uh, true. And he like makes eyebrows at Sawbones. What about if, as a joke, we went and just like got a few from the box and then hid them like in random places around the casino? Now that is an idea. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon we should make it a competition. We should each get a dildo or, or, or a sex toy of some sort. and Are we all in the same room? I, I thought this? we'd gone out. Yeah. Are you uh, I imagine because you were, you were handing out the credits, that sort of thing. Maybe you all met in Burson's room. <laughs> then as you suggest that, I turn to you and I'm like, I, I know a little bit about this family and they're pretty no-nonsense. I don't know much about them aside from the fact that I was made clear when I did my research on Space Google this family is not a fan of nonsense and I I, I think that's if, if that was the one detail that I was given I feel like that's like premium detail we probably shouldn't hide dildos in their <laughs> casino that's like grade A nonsense that's what that's what makes it fun and 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 a little bit dangerous come on tiny I'm normally... Five, 500, 500 credits to the person who hides it <laughs> in the most inventive or risky place. <laughs> uh, Astra's shaking her head, man. Sawbones. No. Sawbones. Okay, all right, all right. I, I, get, I agree. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but <laughs> Tiny's got a point. We all just right, proved ourselves right. to these guys. We don't want to fuck around. All right, well, I can see the writing on the wall. I just, I just, I just back, back away from that idea. It would have been like a dildo, like a bank heist, <laughs> but with dildos. That was what I was kind of going for. But. Uh, for paying uh, attention to detail, Ben, I give you one token <gasps> of uh, inspiration. Saving them up. Very good. Very good. <laughs> what about for trying to have a little bit of fun? <laughs> you uh, can't. There would have been a different series of tokens <laughs> given out had that gone ahead. I like that, but I also don't... I don't think that having a... Um, a space crime family punishing us for hijinks is going to be a, a good time. I was going to try to find one of the um, one of the, the the crime family space shuttles, steal a board, and like replace the accelerator lever with a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Just FYI, where I was taking that. <laughs> wow, that would have been amazing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So you guys, uh, after you've You've relaxed for a little while. You've handed out all your credits. Uh, you can see the like the buffet's on in a little while, and it's getting towards the evening. What would you like to do? Hey, Brandon. Yeah. You want to come and uh, look at some weapons? What? Y- yeah. Sure. Let's go buy some guns. You know what, Astro? I'm going to pick up a gun, too. All right. Come on. Why don't we all head down? Do you think we could stop at a bar on the way and just, you know, have a cocktail or two before we go gun shopping? I like to do me I like to do me weapon shopping slightly lick it up, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Tipsy gun shopping. <laughs> I love the future. You know, hey, for you anything. We gotta we gotta at least try the buffet on the way out, eh? It is Brandon's birthday after all. Hey, it's a buffet. It's gonna be on for hours. It starts at like four and goes till two AM or something, so we got time. It's a casino buffet. It does go for quite a while. Okay. One cocktail, then guns, then buffet. How does that sound? Well, I've, I've been drinking whiskey for, what, like two two or three hours now, so... What, where, sure. what do you mean? Where'd you get the whiskey from? 
<laughs> These are comp rooms, Sawbones. Oh. Sorry, I, maybe I should have explained it. You, oh, you order things yeah. and they charge it to the room. Oh, I fucking missed a trick. Shit. Oh, well, we've got two more days. Did, is, there yeah, a limit two on, more days. is there a limit on how much you can order to the room? Well, you know, we are their guests, so don't go too crazy, but, you know, have, have a bit of fun with it. Okay. No whores, okay? <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I know you, Sawbones. <laughs> uh, I want to look up what activities they have here in this casino to do. You know, come in gun shopping? No. <laughs> gun shopping for Brandon? Yeah. No. I'm fine. I don't need a gun. Well, I want a gun. Like, it's not uh, It's not just gun shopping. It's It's like, hey, this is the place, you know, it's, a, it's like a super mall. You go there, you can buy gear, you can buy armor, you can buy augmentations, you can buy weapons, you can buy whatever did, you did want. Did we sell the stuff that we got from the pirates? Or do we still need to do that? No. No. We need to do that. And we would have to do that in in like an underground type setting, surely. Like, there's not we wouldn't be able to go to a store to a, like a space Costco and be like, "Hey, you want to buy this stuff?" No, but there might be a vendor who might be interested in some goods. Okay, well, I guess we can um, we can start doing that. So, and Burzen checks the the closet. Are there any like fine suits or um, smoking jackets or something he finds in the closet of his room? Mm-hmm. All of the above, as. Uh as Mr. Kane said, he finds a um, he finds a suit with a nice a nice silk shirt. <laughs> he puts it on. He's like, "Ooh, feels nice." Yeah, it's got one of those sci-fi collars that look like a yeah, like yeah, like yep. a priest. It's got yeah. like a priest collar, but it's <laughs> sci-fi. Is there um, is there one that's got yeah. like a ridiculously high collar, like a, a cloak that's got a massive high collar, like a supervillain? When the when the Eoxians come and say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it appears that. You know, your attire was set out for you. So, you know, popular yep. human, not fashionable wow. human attire. 34 long. How'd they know? <laughs> Everybody meets up. You've gotten paid. You're going to pop by for one cocktail and then go shopping? Sure. Woo. Yeah. Yep. Pop down to the, the hotel bar just off the lobby. Everybody grabs themselves a drink. Maybe something light but fun. The bartenders have a lot of flair. They're... You know, throwing their things up and catching them. There's a lot of neon around. And uh, it seems like a pretty fun sort of place. You have a cocktail? I get mine and it's just a cup of vapor. <laughs> and then the, the bartender lights it on fire. And it's just like the fire goes down into the cup and it turns into a liquid. And I'm like, oh, Ooh. <laughs> wow, that's, that's amazing. All of them are like that, like an unnecessary amount of <laughs> flair <laughs> around like a simple drink. <laughs> wow, that's the most delicious whiskey sour I've ever had. And you guys have your drinks and then as you're headed out, uh, Tiny, you recognize this uh, concierge that's uh, coming up to you. Uh, Ismail. Ishmael, how's it going? Oh, Mr. Bishop, uh, lovely to see you again. You can call me Tiny. Call me Tiny. Tiny, of, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to follow up on our, on our conversation from before, I have here credit chits for the casino. Oh, yeah. Uh, as promised by Mr. Kane. So here you are, each of you. Uh, now, they these cannot be cashed in, but you are free to spend them in the casino, and any winnings that you make can be cashed out. Gotcha. It's mighty fun. Amazing. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Sorry, what, what did you say your name was? This is Ishmael. Ishmael. And was there anything else I could help you with? You're heading out, are you? Yep. We're hoping to buy some weapons. And some magic where, items. Where are some good stores around here? 
or some places where we can sell some oh. goods, even. Well, if you wish to buy things, you can head out to the uh, Mega Mall, and they have everything. We serve everyone in the galaxy here, and the galaxy's elite, so whatever they demand, we have. You'll find more or less anything you need to there. Was there anything else? No. And what do you prefer to play when you go gambling, Ishmael? Do you gamble here at all? <laughs> yes, I admit I am a bit of a sucker for the skimmer tables. Ooh. And you guys know that uh, it's a very popular card game, and it's kind of equal parts skill and deception, essentially like a poker equivalent. Well, you're talking my language. Yes, they have uh, low, medium, and high stakes tables here. So if you're a, a skimmer man yourself, then be sure to, to, to come in and give it a try. Oh, oh no, no, no. I'm not a skimmer man at all. And I, I'm, I roll a bluff check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 23. Oh, uh, well, there's, uh, there's many other things that uh, you could ah, pay. Uh, I got you, Ishmael. Hey. Oh, oh, hey. oh, yeah. You would have had my hand. You, you out-bluffed me right oh, there. Well, you out-bluffed they, me. They don't call me high-stakes person for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Will that be all? <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be, well, does anyone else have anything to say to, to our pal Ishmael? No. No. Thank you. Thank you, Ishmael. He smiles. Have a nice day. Let's hit the town, gang. <laughs> all right, you guys head out to the Mega Mall. And earlier we spent about uh, 15 or 20 minutes uh, deciding what you guys would like to buy when you go to this Mega Mall. And as I, as uh, Ishmael told you, essentially you could buy anything. However many credits you have, you can buy. Uh, in this campaign that we're playing, I'm, I'm not putting like item level limits on the on whatever you can buy. If you want to save your money and buy something that's a very high level, then you are more than welcome to do that. Essentially, if you're in the right place and they have everything, obviously not every uh, shop, every outpost, every world will have everything, but you do happen to be in a place that pretty much does have everything. Hey Star Raiders, Tom here. Whilst we do record our sessions for your listening pleasure, it is still very much our home game. As such, we often go on tangents that may or may not make for good radio. What was intended to be a short shopping trip, of course, turned into a bunch of silly role-playing that went on for well over an hour. I've kept one snippet from the end, which you're about to hear after this, but otherwise I thought it would interrupt the flow of the story too much. That being said, there was some pretty silly and fun stuff in there that I didn't want to lose forever, and maybe you guys might be interested in it. I've dropped the deleted scenes as a bonus episode, which will come up after this episode in your regular feed. So if hearing us once a week isn't quite enough, or if you want to hear me doing some pretty ridiculous shopkeeper voices, then I say jump on it. Have a bit of a laugh. So to give context where the characters are now, they've been to several different shops and geared up with weapons, armor, health potions, all sorts of things. Also something story of note, uh, Tiny gave Brandon the Doshko that he took off the Vesk they defeated in combat last episode. Even though he can't wield it effectively, Brandon graciously accepted the gift. Sawbones also gave Brandon his old Edgecorp armor to save him buying a new set. We're gonna pick up our action now when the crew are in a magic shop. All right, so where are you guys heading now? Uh, magic, 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 magic. Yeah, I'm hoping we can buy the serums of healing at Magic, Magic, Magic. That would save us more shopping. 
All right, you head down to Magic, 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 and you go in, and it's like one of those stores that just stinks of, like, way too strong incense, and there's, you know, other candles around. You walk through beads as you walk in, <laughs> and, like, someone's in the corner playing a sitar. This Lushunta sachets up to you. Well, hello. Why, hello. Welcome to magic, magic. And she looks you in the eyebrows and magic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I rolled my eyes. What can I do for you here on this blessed day? Tiny. Oh, I- I'm looking for some spell gems if you have them and possibly uh, an ability crystal mm. if you have that. Yes. But first, let me read your energy. <laughs> okay. Can I read yours? I cast Detect Magic. <laughs> oh. As you can see, there are many magical things in here, but some magics cannot be detected with such spells. Mm. If you please, hold out your hand, young man. Claws. Yeah, got it. Here you go. She takes it in her hand and starts running her finger like along your palm closing her eyes and kind of swaying a little bit. I look at everyone else and I just kind of like yes. roll my eyes. Burzins is just yes. like giving you the thumbs up and the eyebrows and nodding. I can <laughs> I'm sensing I'm sensing in you there is great joy in you happiness but there is something else something not happy? Something doesn't sit quite right with you. There's a bump in your energy. Wow, a bump. Mm. Tiny. Well, I'm not really a mystic, so I assume that bump can be ironed out with cold hard logic that technomancy is all about. Do you have spell jams and... <laughs> I just repeat what I'm looking for. Spell jams and possibly <laughs> ability crystal? I don't, I'm not deflecting, but I don't want to talk about that anymore. So I'd just love to buy stuff. Of course. And she sashays behind the desk. I, I, I cast telepathic message at her. And as I, as I do it, I just telepathically say to her, I'm really sorry for being rude. I just don't want to talk about stuff right now. Thanks for uh, reading my stuff. I appreciate it. And she responds telepathically. It's quite all right. If you do wish to explore your energies further, please return at a time you're more comfortable. I appreciate it. Thank you. So as you guys have now bought everything and as you're going to leave, uh, she stops you and calls out to, to Brandon. Wait, 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 wait. And she looks at Brandon. You, boy. What? M- me? Yes, you. Come here. And Brandon kind of looks over at you guys. Uh, and nods. Okay. His voice wavers a little bit, and he walks up. She stares at him, quizzically. What are you? What? I... I'm a... I'm a... I'm a, I'm a person? I... No, 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 no. There's an... Aura... About you. Tell me, boy. Who do you worship? He stands up a little bit taller. Desna. Hmm. Yes. Yes, I, th- I thought as much. Give me your hand. And he kind of shakingly holds his hand up to her. She takes it and starts doing what she did with Tiny. 
as she's doing it, she's her eyes are closed and her head is tilting back and she's doing it for a moment, two moments, a little bit longer, and then she stops and opens her eyes. And her hand goes from just kind of touching his palm to she clasps it gently and she leans down and whispers something in his ear and just gives him a single nod and he turns around and kind of looks at you guys like what the fuck was that (laughs) walks back up to you farewell goodbye and she goes off and helps some other people Brandon what'd she say to you um she like thanked me for coming here she just said thank you for gracing us with your presence I don't, know, I don't know what that means. I didn't, I didn't buy anything, but I don't know. Maybe you're like a reincarnation of a soul of, of something. He shrugs and just kind of turns and walks off. Yeah, I smile. I say, oh, I forgot one thing. I was going to ask her a question about my reading. I, I want to go back in quickly. Sure. As you do. Ah, welcome back. Uh, I turned to her and I'm like, what's her name? Uh, what is your name? Agatha. Agatha. Um, hey, uh, oh, this is one of those times when it's like, I, I, it's like really holding back because I, like, Tiny has had an issue with, um, has had an issue with Brandon for a long time. (laughs) But, like, the weirdest thing about Brandon that's bugged him is that he keeps referencing all kinds of, like, like how he feels about what happened, but he never really talked about what happened on the, on the ship with him. And it really bugged Tiny as well. And it's just like, he suddenly joined our crew and wanted to be a part of it. And I recognize there's an ability in this woman, Agatha, cause she saw something in me. And I finally can ask someone who I feel like has a better read on him, on Brandon than I did. And so I'm gonna just flat out turn around and say like, this might be a violation of mystic, patient confidentiality uh but i just want to know uh, <laughs> I, I just want to know is there anything what did you see when you read uh that guy brandon's uh hand it's a very personal question yeah i can i can only tell you so much before you would have to ask him yourself okay but i can tell you that i saw good hmm a- anything else? What is it that you seek? I just want to know what his deal is, because I think something's off about that guy. Yes. Well, I think your instincts, whilst correct, are misplaced. Mm-hmm. I felt some negative energy in you when I read you. Sure. I freely admitted I don't like him <laughs> that much. <laughs> Trying to get over it. Hmm. The soul speaks louder than the words we speak. It's weird that you felt fine describing what you read in my palm uh, out loud to everybody in the room, but when I'm asking for something similar, you've decided to hold up a little bit more privacy. That might be the negativity you're feeling as well. And then I kind of turn to leave. Hmm. But thank you. Thank you. Tiny. Mm-hmm. Agatha? Perhaps, if you can, open your mind and your heart a little. Okay. All right. Bye. Uh, a tiny leaves thinking about all the people he's killed in the last week uh, and rejoins everybody else. <laughs> all the people he's killed. 
He's killed a lot of people in very gruesome ways. He didn't want to oh, do any of this. He just wanted only, to be four, uh, like a semi-mechanic. No. I've beings? It's only four P8. Tiny has killed yeah. about four, I'd say. I count the beings that we fought on the on the ship as people. I count the goblins that we, he killed as people. I count the um all these he's killed a lot. <laughs> People. The um the time meters certainly weren't people. <laughs> he does he has never killed before before these these things happened he hadn't killed anyone. This is, this, these have been affecting moments for him. Bloody farm boy, growing up <laughs> on a nice safe colony. He just wanted a simple job. <laughs> okay, so you guys finish up all of your shopping and now you're heading back to the casino. Maybe do a little bit of gambling or who knows what else. We'll leave our episode there for today, and we'll find that out next time. Star Raiders is an Arcane Focus Network production. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You'd be amazed how much it helps us spread the word. Looking for more adventure? Head to arcanefocusnetwork.com.